There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour three on this Monday. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Gang's all here. Fritzy's in studio with me. Seton, McLovin, Paulie, via remote. But come on in, stay a while. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend coming up. More phone calls as well. You got football tonight, Seahawks and the Eagles, and I think we're going to see a little more of Jalen Hurts than previously advertised instead of Carson Wentz. Tomorrow, we're supposed to have the Ravens and the Steelers. The news we got this morning, this after um, Adam Schefter reported, Adam Schefter reported that uh, the Ravens practice was canceled by the NFL, and there's some travel issues, perhaps tomorrow, flying into Pittsburgh, snow in the forecast in Pittsburgh. I don't know at what point does the NFL say, we tried everything we can do. It's either a forfeit or they extend the NFL season to 18 weeks. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We spend a lot of time talking about Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do you realize that since 2010, Andy Reid with the Eagles and Chiefs has never lost in the state of Florida? And um, that includes last year's Super Bowl. Chiefs have a game in Miami in two weeks, then perhaps a return date to Tampa in February. Now, you can look at this game, depending on who you root for, and say, Tampa came back after the first quarter and made this a game and only lost by three. Or you can look at this and say, Kansas City did what Kansas City wanted to do in the first quarter and first half, and then put it on cruise control after that. Whatever way you want to spin it, 
Kansas City was able to pick up a win that Tampa, I thought, needed a whole lot more. But Kansas City is playing good football. I don't think they're playing great football. I think at times they play great football. But the Tyreek Hill, hey, do you want to go out and play catch in the backyard? Um, At what point did Tampa go, I think we made a mistake with our defense. In the first quarter, Tyreek Hill had 203 yards, two touchdowns, four receptions of 20 yards or more. In the first quarter yesterday, the Buccaneers had 49 total yards, no points, and no play longer than 12 yards. In the first quarter, Tyreek Hill had five first downs. The Buccaneers had one. I'm not sure if the Buccaneers went, wait, who's, who's this guy right here? Did they watch the Super Bowl? Because we had Rick Stroud on, who covers the Buccaneers for the Tampa Bay Times, and he said that the Buccaneers were kind of tilting the defense towards Travis Kelsey. Um, how did that work out? Because Tyreek Hill did whatever he wanted to do. And as far as Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, it doesn't feel comfortable. You know, there are times when I've watched Brady play, and I've learned not to bet against him. But there are times where it was, it was such a rhythm. There was, you know, a cadence that went along with it and, and really poetry because you're able to do it and everything, there's synchronicity there. I've, I have not seen it on a sustained period in a big, in a big game. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see them play the Brady offense that he's comfortable in. It feels like when he goes back to pass, if it's anywhere more than five-step drop, it just doesn't play into his wheelhouse. And, you know, yesterday, you're going to put pressure on him. You put pressure on any quarterback. You hit any quarterback. And uh, you'll be surprised, you know, the numbers drop considerably. With yesterday's loss, the Buccaneers are five, uh, one in five this season against quarterbacks who have started Super Bowls in the past. They lost to Drew Brees twice already. They've lost to Mahomes, Nick Foles, and Jared Goff. They did defeat Aaron Rodgers. Um, all the other quarterbacks, they're 6-0 and against. They got Matt Ryan coming up twice. He's, uh, of course, been in a Super Bowl as well. But Brady's thrown 11 interceptions this season, including nine at home. That ties for the most picks he has ever thrown at home in any season. The last time he did that was uh, 2006, where he had nine. Here is Tom Brady. Everything is okay in Tampa Bay. Hey, Tom, as you guys head to your bye week, um, there's been some folks that have there's been some folks that have had some chatter about you know you you still look like you're running someone else's offense. One of your former teammates even said on TV that he thinks that you need a new head coach. What do you make of all that noise? No, it's just the external noise that when you're losing, you know that's what you deal with. So. You know, I love playing for for the guys that I play with, the coaches, the whole organization's been unbelievable. And I think what, uh, you know, we just got to go out and I certainly have to do a better job the last four weeks of the year. Okay. Sounds good. You know, you got four weeks, but you're going to be on the road in the playoffs. And I think it's a long shot right now. If you're looking at the Buccaneers going back to the Super Bowl or going to the Super Bowl and playing in Tampa Bay. Because to me, it looks like the New Orleans Saints are more, uh, not a lock, but uh, more of a definitive. Even if you don't have Drew Brees, I wonder, you know, Taysom Hill with that defense. Now, granted, they beat Denver yesterday with a wide receiver slash quarterback practice squad guy who didn't get any snaps under center. You know, you're 131-3. 
Um, and you saw Taysom Hill run for a couple of touchdowns. He didn't have to pass, but ran for a couple of touchdowns there. But feels like New Orleans is is playing more consistent football than Tampa is. And Tampa's going to win the division. Tampa's going to be hosting a game. The question is, you know, where are you traveling? If you're Tampa, you know, do you end up on the road in C- against Seattle? Or, you know, do you get lucky? Do you play uh, the NFC East champion? But Tampa's going to be on the road. And Kansas City trying to uh, surpass Pittsburgh, who's undefeated, to have that number one overall seed. I had news on the Big Ten uh, in the first hour of the show, and I'll, I'll bring it back just so everybody understands the context and what I said. It. My source uh, said strong speculation, Northwestern versus Minnesota and Ohio State versus Michigan State get canceled. And my source said that would eliminate Ohio State from the conference championship. So they'll be desperate, but a high number of players missing. Now, once again, they would be eliminated from playing for the Big Ten championship. My source said Ohio State's going to try to play even if they're down top guys. And uh, some people have tweeted out that Ohio State, while they won't be playing for the Big Ten title, if that happens, the college football playoff, uh, they don't have a requirement on the number of games to play. So Ohio State, of course they don't. Ohio State could still be playing for the national championship and not playing for the Big Ten championship. But just want to make sure everybody understands that. But uh, that's from a source last night. Uh, but uh, the, the fact that Ohio State versus Michigan State, if that game is canceled, they wouldn't have the uh, requisite number of games to qualify for the Big Ten championship. But the college football playoff committee says we don't care. This is about passing the eye test. All right, let's go around the room. Best and worst of the weekend. Maybe we'll change the poll question for the final hour. Let me start with you, Todd. Best of the weekend, senior goalkeeper on Vanderbilt's SEC Championship soccer team, Sarah Fuller. First woman to play in a Power 5 football game Saturday. She kicked off to start the second half for the Commodores against Missouri. Callie Brownson handled the role of Brown's tight ends coach yesterday, becoming the first female interim position coach in NFL history. Uh, A little combo for my best and for my worst of the weekend. Down by seven at home to NC State. Syracuse QB Rex Culpepper takes a sack instead of throwing it away on third down, third and goal, and in the final seconds decides to spike the ball on fourth and goal on the 19 to try and stop the clock before it ran out. The orange fall to one and nine. Entrance requirements at Syracuse must be low. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm just... He thought that maybe on fifth down they can kind of yeah. do the 19-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, well, this is in Colorado where they, they give you occasional fifth down. Yeah. Uh, McLovin. Okay, my worst is going to be the Patriots-Cardinals game. I got stuck on it, and Belichick is on a mission to send football back 100 years. It's really hard to watch. I thought Denver did that yesterday. Yeah, I tell you, they Denver pass as much as the Patriots. The Patriots just do not want to put the ball in the air. Uh, my best is going to be Alabama coaching staff without Nick Saban. Like Steve Sarkeesian, those guys dominated. Auburn had no idea what was happening. So I think it proving that that's a system, obviously, and you don't need Saban on the sideline, goes without saying. Okay. I don't know what the system is. Yeah, I don't is, know. I don't know either. They're still pretty good with Saban not there. Uh, Seton O'Connor. Uh, my best of the weekend, even though Tyreek Hill's getting all the attention, Derrick Henry put on a show yesterday. 140 rushing yards in the first half, three touchdowns. Dang, man. That dude is... And he gets fire. better in December. Just not not that I need to tell these defenses, but he gets better in December. So uh, you're going to make some business decisions whether you're going to tackle him or not. What else do you have? 
Uh, my worst of the weekend, and I'm surprised we haven't complained about any rules yet today, so uh, I'm going to fire that topic up. But I don't know if it's a roughing the passer or if it's a legal use of the hands or exactly what the foul is, but defensive players rushing the quarterback, putting their arms up in the air to try and block the pass, and then making accidental contact with his helmet mm. isn't a foul. Mm. That's like mm. not at all what the rule is supposed to be. I know. I mean, I guess back in the day, you could probably just, you know, smash a quarterback in the in the helmet with your hands and they're trying to eliminate that play. And I get that. But sometimes your forearm does make contact with a quarterback's helmet and it, it doesn't need to be called a foul every time. This was the Jason Pierre Paul play because because Frank Clark, you know, made no secret of the fact he was trying to hit Tom Brady in the head with his with his hand right. or his forearm. He didn't even go oh. You know, my bad or accidental, any of this. Uh, the uh, defensive linemen used to use their forearm or their hand as a club, and they would hit quarterbacks in the head. <laughs> you know, basically like a caveman. You know, you got like a, a big stick and you're going to knock somebody out. That's what they would do. And uh, the NFL eventually frowned upon that, that you shouldn't be able to use your hand. They tape up their hand and basically just club the quarterback. Uh, Paulie, <laughs> best and worst of the weekend. I'm glad I got this one in, Dan. Mac football, Buffalo Bills, your Buffalo Bulls, I should say, versus the Kent State Golden Flashes. The backup running back for Buffalo had 100 yards and two touchdowns. The starting running back had 36 carries, 409 yards, and eight touchdowns, Jarrett Patterson. Eight touchdowns and 409 yards. Unbelievable. Who saw that guy coming? Um, worst of the weekend with uh, Northwestern football, you get past Wisconsin. You get Michigan State, a team that's very beatable. Then you, you would have had Minnesota and Illinois to wrap up your season in the big, in the big Ten title game. Big whiff. That's going to bother you for a long time, Michael Wilbon. Yes, it is. Uh, they're calling Trevor Lawrence a once-in-a-generation NFL draft prize. So you'd think there would be an interesting race to the bottom for teams to draft him. But with the Jets, they're not going to give anybody a chance. They lost to the Dolphins. They're now 0-11. Sam Darnold came back, but... They don't even look competitive. The Jags are 1-10. The Jets have a tough schedule. I guess everybody would be a tough schedule to the Jets. But, uh, you know, once they get close, you have to imagine management would want to make sure that you sit the starters to ensure that you go 0-16. It's not something you want on your coaching resume, but I'm not sure the stigma is as bad as it once was. It's like striking out in baseball. Used to be if you struck out 100 times in a season – you were laughed at. Now you're laughed at if you don't strike out at least a hundred times. And you could look past the Jets if you, uh, you know, maybe it's Jacksonville wins up with this and say, you know, the Jets are somehow going to be Jetsian and win a couple of games they shouldn't. But uh, Trevor Lawrence would be a home run and uh, see if they can hang on and lose a few more and land him coming up next spring. Al in Atlanta. Al, thanks for holding. Best and worst of the weekend. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Al. I've got. Two bests and a worse. Yeah. First best is the Atlanta Falcons defense finally showing up and getting five sacks and five turnovers. Where have they been all season? The second best is Mahomes and Hill carving up the Buccaneer defense. Hopefully the Falcons defense can take a page out of that notebook and realize, hmm, put somebody on Hill. Maybe put two people on Hill. And the worst is COVID just wreaking havoc across the entire football landscape. Worst of all, taking away Illinois' chance at upsetting Ohio State like <laughs> they did in 07. <laughs> Thank you, Al. Thank you, Al. Yeah, that game got canceled. And then if this game gets canceled, they had the game against Maryland canceled. 
Imagine not playing for the Big Ten Championship and still playing for the National Championship. But this is this is business. That's a business decision. Yeah, McLovin. Unbelievable. But is there going to be room for them? Are they going to get enough games to even have this as a consideration? I, I don't know what the playoff committee. If I'm if, if I had the eye test right now, Ohio State doesn't pass the eye test. And as t- as much talent as they have, if I'm using the eye test as that's the reason why I'm going to take him, I, I'm take them. I'm taking them based off their name. And is that fair to the other teams who are playing eight, nine, ten games here? And you know, this is where the playoff committee. I just want to hear them explain it. Because you can't tell me what you saw against Indiana where you go, they passed the eye test. Because Indiana gave them everything and then so. At Columbus, yes, McLove. Uh, is Notre Dame getting to the point where they could get in with one loss? I think it depends on if how they lost to Clemson. You know, if it's a close game, neutral site, then maybe Notre Dame could get in. But uh, I, I think it's style points now. Um, Alabama could probably afford a loss to Florida in the SEC title game and still get in, I'm guessing. Uh, Jonathan in Pennsylvania. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, DP. Hey, Hey, uh, best of the worst. Let me start with the best. Last week, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, ate a lot of food, uh, pretty stuff. Uh, also on Wednesday, I saw, uh, Todd's face when he did Thanksgiving tradition doing his names. Oh my goodness, seeing his face was priceless. Because then a caller just came in and said, better name than he did. And he just he was just laughing his butt off of how bad, how desperate the name he was coming out of. And then the words, I'm like Jeff Fleck in Detroit. He talked about his line. I'm going to talk about my Cowboys. Uh, man, the Cowboys just horrible, horrible, horrible. That's enough. Uh, we don't need to talk about the Cowboys. Thank you, Jonathan. Jonathan, something happened last Wednesday, and Jonathan's talking about that as his best and worst of the weekend. I had forgotten about the uh, Thanksgiving Day sports-related name. Mm. McLovin stole the show. I think next year. I think it's McLovin with uh, with quarterbacks. Wow, that is cruel. Well, there was something... I don't know. There was something in the now about it. And McLovin had like Brussels sprouts Wilson. I thought that that was pretty good. I I thought, right, that Andrew did the depth chart of teams at quarterback was just fantastic. It really did make the whole bit come together. It was great. Todd's doesn't have any rhyme or reason. No. They're just comedy. Oh, (laughs) wow. (laughs) They, uh, it's just recycled names, and we've heard them over and over and over. There's no nothing, lies detected. There's there's no news. No, McLovin found a little niche kind of thing that it, where it had some kind of purpose. Yes, it. McLovin. By the way, I want to be clear. Those were all listener names. I, Brussels, I didn't come up with any of those. Yeah, these are, our listeners are way smarter than us, and especially than Todd. Well, <laughs> but you noticed what they were doing and then brought it to light. I think that's the key. You were the conduit to a great segment. Todd should steal more from our listeners. He'd be in much no, better no. shape. Now, how many times have I said to Todd, if you do stand up again, I can help you. I can get Adam Sandler and David Spade who have volunteered to help you with your act. Todd will not take any suggestions from anybody about his sense, you know, stand up routine. I would probably allow Chris Rock or someone like that to uh, help me out a little bit. 
I don't know if that's a... I'd let him write for me. <laughs> oh, so, but not Sandler. Sandler or uh, David Spade, you wouldn't, but Chris Rock, nah, you Maybe would. Sandler and Spade, too. But I get, I get very stubborn, and I feel like, uh, which I shouldn't, because all the best comedians do it, and I'm, no, I'm not even calling myself even a comedian, but it's, uh, it feels, there's something extra special about writing your own stuff and feeling like that you came up with it. Oh, I know, but after how many times when you fail... Do you go, you know, so, maybe, so you're saying it's better to get laughs with someone else's material yes. than to bomb with your own. Yes. Stuff. Okay. Yes. I could, I can get on board. with Yes. That. Paul. I like that we're eight years into this and you still have to t- tell Todd, it's better to get laughs than not to get laughs. He would rather not get laughed. I, this baffles me. Like you're so territorial. I don't get it. When I said, Todd, you know, it's, these guys can help you. And then it feels like you'd rather not get a laugh than get a laugh with somebody else's uh, line mission accomplished <laughs> do, do you want to get an 80 on the test that you where you studied and prepared for or you get the 94 but you totally cheated off something well i don't know if this is a good topic for you to bring up <laughs> and plus i think giving yourself an 80 on that is very generous <laughs> i'm very just saying generous. i'm just saying would you rather get you know a 25 on the test wow. you studied for yourself <laughs> an 80 is very generous <laughs> But you could have had an 80, and then you cheated off somebody's paper. I checked some answers with the person next to and me, as he was doing with me. And then we looked up, and the uh, biology teacher was staring at us and temporarily gave us each a zero and then decided to wink at it and You it. said you had some answers that were empty, and you looked over on his paper. You weren't checking answers. For the most part, I had an answer, but there may have been a couple where I just kind of saved those Todd, for the end. Todd, you, you <laughs> cheated. It's a very, very tough test. But, a lot of pressure. But you cheated. It was a final. You cheated. And our science teacher in junior high school treated it like it was some kind of college class. So he almost begged us to have to find other ways to get the right answer. Yes, Seaton. Well, you know, I think that Todd's looking at it a little bit the wrong way, too, because it's not like you could get a 20 on the test that you studied for yourself, or you could study for the test with a professional comedian or, you know, comic who's helping you get all the answers. And then you just have to get onto the stage and then deliver said answers. And maybe you'll get a 90. It's hard to argue with that. But you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, more phone calls coming up. Maurice Jones-Drew on loan from the uh, NFL Network will join us. It's 22 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Imagine the happiest you've ever been. Usually when Todd's stand-up routine is done. Wow. Now double it. That's what it's like to eat a Built Bar. First of all, these bars absolutely delicious. And the kicker is guilt-free. Like 130 calories guilt-free, 20 grams of protein, 4 net carbs guilt-free. I know what you're thinking. Uh, Built Bar is pretty good for a protein bar. No, it's not just good. It's great. You'll crave it. It's like a candy bar. But uh, if you added a COVID-15 during COVID-19, then you understand Built Bar has come to the rescue. Eating a healthy snack has never been tastier. And they have 18 great flavors. Trust me, you'll love coconut almond, mint brownie. They're great. And when you taste it, that's the best part. You go, this is guilt-free good stuff. Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Make sure you use the promo code DP. And once you do that, you'll get 20% off your order. Have to order online, built, B-U-I-L-T, builtbar.com, promo code DP. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. 
or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs so you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one, firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well, quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
Uh, I just saw this news. Michael Penix, he is the quarterback for Indiana, expected to miss the rest of the season because of the lower leg injury he suffered on Saturday per source. He's been great this year and went toe-to-toe with Justin Fields in Columbus when uh, Indiana lost by a touchdown there. Let's bring in uh, Maurice Jones-Drew, the NFL Network analyst, uh, former great running back. And uh, he led the NFL in rushing, I think, in 2011. He's the Rams color analyst, and uh, he joins us now. You can follow him on Twitter, at MJD. Do you think you could have played quarterback in the NFL like we saw with the Broncos yesterday? You know, I, it, 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 I, I'm glad you asked that question. That was a great question to start with. Um, you know, in my, in my career, I'm, I'm one for two with an interception and a touchdown. So, you know, you know I'm, I'm going to be high risk, high reward. I felt like, uh, you know, the Broncos were kind of put in a horrible situation. But, you know, if you have a running back, I, I, it was just weird to see them put a practice squad uh, college quarterback there. When you have a running back, you could just run wildcat the whole game. We saw the Carolina Panthers do it. I would have did it. Like, we, when I was in Jacksonville, I was the emergency quarterback. And we had a package set up where we'd run six or seven plays, two passes, five runs, and we were just going to make it work. Well, plus you have somebody who's on the practice squad, doesn't even get any reps in practice whatsoever. Should that game have been played yesterday, Mo? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so, because then one team has a, a serious competitive advantage. And you saw how you were able to move the Ravens-Steelers game back to Tuesday. I felt like they should have moved the Saints – uh, Broncos game back to Tuesday as well. And, you know, then you have a short week, but you give the team at least an opportunity to compete. And to be honest, like, I, I felt like if Denver would have had a quarterback, the game might have been a completely different game because Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill didn't play uh, like he did against the Falcons. So you might have had an opportunity to steal that one. I love this tweet by uh, Kevin Clark. He says, the idea of a game without quarterbacks is more fun than an actual game without quarterbacks. I, I tuned in and I quickly went, this game, isn't it? I, I'm not watching this. This isn't entertaining at all. And now it leads me to the question about Baltimore against Pittsburgh. Baltimore's practice was canceled this morning by the NFL. Snow in the forecast tomorrow in Pittsburgh, so they're not even sure about their flight to Pittsburgh. Should this game be played tomorrow in Pittsburgh? Well, it has to. I think you like you've done everything in your power to make sure that Baltimore can put a team together. They have a quarterback. They have multiple. I mean, RG three is there. They have guys that can go. There's not one position that doesn't. You know, you don't have guys for. So uh, you've given Baltimore every opportunity to try to figure this thing out. They 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 need to go out there and play. I mean, I think it's a completely different circumstance than the Denver Broncos, who got told on what is it Friday night or Saturday morning that all their quarterbacks can't play, uh, where Baltimore has known kind of what's going on. And you can do the virtual thing. We've seen a Big Ben didn't practice all week, came out and had a big day. Like, so, um, you know, in the NFL, too, this is the other thing I have to tell you. In the NFL, it, it's, it's less about you, you have to be mentally prepared to go out there and make plays. And so uh, I think the virtual meetings and understanding what you have to do, you've already repped those things a million times. Uh, and I know this is a pivotal game for the Baltimore Ravens, but whatever happened – in your organization, you know, the league is giving you opportunities to kind of try to right the ship. Uh, so you got, I think they need to play this game and, and get this week over with. Who does Derrick Henry remind you of when he runs? Uh, you know, it's, I'm, there's some people say Eddie George. I mean, I, I don't think there's a guy like him. And I always tell people this, like Derrick Henry's never that good of a running back in September and October early parts of November, but come Thanksgiving, for some reason, 
he just starts running like a madman. He's going to rush for 1,000 yards in the next six weeks. Um, and, you know, he'll close out the season with leading the league in rushing. And he's going to lead the Tennessee Titans to another playoff run because people don't want to tackle someone that weighs 250 pounds. And, you know, he's a great – he's great in space. He has short – which for such a big, lanky guy, which they call like high cut, he has great short area quickness. And so um, – and, and to be honest, it's, it's more of a mental factor. A lot of people don't want to tackle him uh, when it gets cold because they know it hurts. And so we saw that against the, the Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts. And he's going to keep doing that. And so I think he's in a league of his own when it comes to – uh, guys, I mean, I guess you could say Jerome Bettis, but people were still trying to tackle Jerome um, when they got cold. Just people just don't want to tackle Derrick Henry right now. But what's that like when when you know they don't want to tackle you? This they, Their job is to tackle you, and then they make business decisions to – how do you not tackle somebody? Well, you know, it it, it hurts. You know, I, I think it's like, you know, if you get hit in the face with a bat, you don't want to step in the batting cage again for a while with someone swinging. You're like, ah, that kind of hurt a little bit. Maybe I'll just sit behind this fence and watch. Uh, for those DBs, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, look, I just tackled this dude. Why am I tackling him? Why is a corner and a safety? I'm t- this is for linebackers. And then linebackers are like, look, <laughs> look this, you're getting this guy a five-yard head start, okay? D-line, it's your job. And the D-line's like, look, I'm trying to come off block. and try- I'm not trying to put my face out there so he get ran over, too. It hurts. It's a business. Like you said, it's like, do I want to take this pain or not? Some people don't want to. Well, most people don't want to. Uh, that terrible loss for the Rams yesterday. You know, they, they had a great comeback, and then you lose to the 49ers here. But I will say, watching Aaron Donald, there is. I know that we can put Mahomes wherever we want to put him, but as far as the, the guy that is just better than everybody else on the field you know, is Aaron Donald. Like it's, it's scary. Even double-teaming him, it's a, he's a phenomenon. He truly is. And he's going to be one of those guys where we look at his numbers when it's all said and done. We're going to go, oh, he only had like uh, 72 sacks. And he's so much more dominant than any other defensive player in the game. You get to see him all the time. Oh, listen, uh, first of all, just talk about that game. It, it seems like the Niners and Kyle Shannon, they just, they're just a kryptonite to the Rams. They just know how to play them. They know how to neutralize Donald for most of the game, not all of it. Uh, they know how to get under Jerry Goff's skin. And so they, they've done it again, right, with uh, yeah. Nick Mullins, and they found a way to get the game going. Um, but it was crazy calling that game. Like, everybody's spirits were low because it was like time is running out. Like something you have to make a play. And on the broadcast, my partner, J.B. Long, we were talking to DeMarco Parr, and I was like, the defense has to score here on this drive. And then sure enough, Aaron Donald does what Aaron Donald does and and gets a strip, uh, creates a fumble, a forced fumble there, and Troy Hill picks it up. And then on the next series, gets a sack right after, right? And a guy who hadn't had a tackle um, in two weeks, didn't have a quarterback, uh, had a couple quarterback pressures, but not a sack comes up with a uh, tip pick, uh, tipped, or he tipped the ball that got intercepted, impacted this game like crazy, and it's because they needed it. And so it's, it's funny to say that because the Rams have another great defensive player in Jalen Ramsey. Yep. But you can see the difference, you know, with Aaron Donald, what he's able to do. And, and it's, he's normally getting doubled and triple teamed, and it's allowing these other guys to make plays, and he's still leading the league in sacks, which is crazy, <laughs> right? And so we take it for granted how great he is. Um, but what I do love about him more than anything, Dan, is that he's never satisfied, right? He's always upset. He's always frustrated. He wants to do – he wants more. Um, and I think that's what makes the greats great is that, like, you're just not satisfied with a, a phenomenal performance 
because it wasn't good enough to win. And so he's going back to work, and he's getting back, and I think everybody's getting back to work, getting ready to get after it. What was your Super Bowl pick? Oh, it was the Chiefs-Bucks um, early on. Um, some people had the Saints, some had the Rams. I think the Rams still have a chance if they, they match up with the, the, the proper team. Uh, but I, I believe, you know, right now, it, as good as Pittsburgh is, uh, undefeated season, all those, like the Kansas City Chiefs, they're the, like I tell people this all the time, Dan, this, this is people are like, you're, you're, you're crazy. The only way to beat the Kansas City Chiefs is if you score 40 points. The only way. In a bad game against the Raiders, they lost 32-40. to 40. So you have to be able to put up 40 points and have an offense to do that. And if you can't, um, you know, sucks to be you kind of thing. It's great to talk to you. Hope you're doing well. You know, I'm, I'm doing the best I can with all this lockdown, you know. Um, trying to just stay busy and, and keep educating and entertaining through, through you know, our – our, our life of sports, which is awesome, but I hope you're doing well uh, as well. I hope everything for you is working out. And uh, what city are you living in now? I'm in Connecticut. I, I'm everything's great. You know, I get to go to the man cave every day, and I got a golf simulator in here. Got a basketball oh. hoop. Got a grill. Uh, Man, how, beer on so, top. So, so real quick, can we switch checks? Because I mean, I'm just trying to get that too. One day when I grow up, just right. a golf simulator and a man cave, like. Yeah, but you got that NFL money. You got NFL running back money, man. Yeah, you know they don't. They don't. They don't value running backs like they I know. Used to, you know? I, I know. They just need you to win a bunch <laughs> of games. They need you to close out games. They just don't give us the money to do such. So we'll see how it goes. Would, okay, would you sign a running back to a second contract? I would, depending on what he's able to bring to the table. I think that's with every position, though. Like. I believe that a lot of people, we sign quarterbacks just because we're supposed to sign quarterbacks. Like, I'm not signing a quarterback unless he's, he's exceptional. I'll just draft another one. And the same thing with a running back. I'm not going to sign a running back or an offensive lineman. But if I gave a Dallas a do-over, Mojo, would you have re-signed Zeke Elliott? No question. No, no you don't want to give him that Why money. Not? No, he's giving, you, he's giving you his best year. He's got a backup who's just as good. See, that's where you guys are being disrespectful. I think, I think in this situation, what Zeke did for the, for the Dallas Cowboys, let's remember, when they went 13-3, and three, Zeke led the league in rushing. Oh, no, that was he then. Was, was the, Mojo, well, that, that was you. then. Let me, let me, can I finish? I'm, I'm about to tell you. So you go out and you get all these, all these toys, and you, Kellen Moore, stops running the ball. That's why Dallas was so bad early in the year last year. They, they weren't running the ball. They didn't want to run the ball late, but by that point – he he's not in rhythm. He's a rhythm back. So you got to start getting him carries early on. And so you were leaning on Dak, who led the league in passing and all this. And guess what? You went eight and eight. But when you ran the ball and Zeke was doing what he was supposed to do, and you were doing those things, you were winning games. And that's the problem with this league. So many people are enamored with the Kansas City Chiefs and what they're able to do with Patrick Mahomes. But not every team is built that way. You need to run the ball in this league to win. And look at the NFC East. Look at their running backs right now. There's a reason, I mean, I would say the Washington, Reds, uh, the Washington football team, excuse me, I almost slipped up. They have the best back in the, in the, right now in, in the NFC East, and they're about to win this division. Dallas is beat up. They can't do much of anything. The Eagles are probably the healthiest, well, getting the, becoming one of the more healthier teams. But they're not running the ball worth, worth anything. And to be honest, the, the Giants, if they had Saquon, they'd be winning this whole thing as well. But you have, to, you have to be committed to the running game. When you pay a guy $90 million, utilize him. 
That's what you're supposed to do. Not not say, oh, we're going to use him as a decoy. He's just we just have a great piece in the backfield. Utilize him. I wouldn't have re-signed McCaffrey. Him. I wouldn't have re-signed Zeke Elliott. Uh, so, was, so would you re-sign Dak because he got hurt? Well, would you franchise yeah, Dak? Yes, I would have. I would have signed. I said I would have signed Dak. 18 months ago when they could have gotten a bargain for him, and then Jerry waited and waited and waited. But, yeah. Okay. Would you, you have signed Carson Wentz? Yes. Why? Well, he would have been the MVP in the season that they went uh, to the Super Bowl. You just told me. Don't tell me about that stuff in the past. No, don't but that, that was in the moment when I was going to sign him. Would I sign him now? If you're asking me now, I'd say no. We but back him, then. We signed, him a, we signed him two years ago. That I, was, wait, we didn't sign him after the Super Bowl. We let him play another year. And then we signed him after. And he was doing the same thing he's doing now. I would have signed him. So you, so you had that quarterback bias. You believe no, all quarterbacks. No, I, I don't understand why next man up makes more than the next guy. Like Jared Goff. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo should not make anywhere near what these other good, you know, great quarterbacks. So Jared, you know, Jared Goff has more wins than Carson Wentz and all those other dudes. You know that, right? That's Wait. what the game is about, winning. If you go and look up the stat, he has more wins than Carson Wentz. Well, neither's going anyplace anytime soon. But but you would so you wouldn't pay Jared Goff, but you'd pay Carson Wentz. That, I mean, that's where I'm confused. Well, I've seen Carson Wentz play at an MVP level. I haven't seen Jared Goff play at an MVP level. I, I haven't seen Carson Wentz play at any level in the last like. But year did and a he half. play at an MVP level? Has Jared Goff played at an MVP level at any point in his NFL career? No, but who else has? No, I mean, that's the point. Okay. I just said he's so at he least so played at a very high level. Is he flawed he now? Play- Absolutely. Okay, so this is this is I guess this is my this is my because I have this conversation all the time with people and I love that we're having it here. This is my issue with Carson Wentz, yeah. and I tell people this all the time: if you can't win from the pocket, you will never win in the NFL. You you can have the ability to scramble and do certain things, yes, but that can't be your number one attribute. That can't be your you can't be an improviser. Improvisers don't win in this league. You have to be able to throw from the pocket. Carson Wentz is what we call an improviser. He, he scrambles to try to make the big play. He's always thinking about the big play. What you get with Jared Goff is you get the same play. You get it may dip a little bit, but then that consistency comes back, and you'll have a game. Yeah, but you do the Rams have, games. You're you're speaking I'm as a Rams you. analyst here. I'm, not, I'm, I'm speaking as an NFL analyst. Okay, Russell, Russell Wilson, how much? How many plays does he make from the pocket? You don't. So Russell Wilson, you want Jared Goff many, off over how many, Russell Wilson? How many, how many how many interceptions did he throw when the when they went on their the last three four games? He threw ten. Well, he did. Right? He you get, get the good with the bad. You okay. get the good with the bad. If he gets hot, you're good. Like I'd rather take Aaron Rodgers over over. Uh, um, well, let me not say Aaron Rodgers because him and Patrick Mahomes are on another level. Let me give you another quarterback. Let me think. I'd I'd rather take Matt Ryan. Uh, I'd rather take Matt Ryan over Russell over, Wilson. Uh, that's tough because Russell throws from the pot. Russell, Russell's special, but he he has bad games like. I don't know. Like, it, it, I just I prefer consistency from the quarterback about, position. I don't I don't like the streaky guys. Give me Drew Brees. Give me Drew Brees who doesn't throw the ball over twenty yards, but he's consistent <laughs> week after week after week. Or give me Teddy Bridgewater. I'll take Teddy B over a lot of these quarterbacks. I know what I'm going to get week after week, and I can game plan for it. You want Sometimes Kyler I, Murray or Matt Ryan? Oh, I'll take Matt Ryan all day. And people are going to be like, "You're crazy." But Kyler Murray <laughs> right now. Listen, I'm going to tell you why. Kyler Murray leads his team in rushing and rushing touchdowns. He's a running back playing quarterback. <laughs> like he throws the ball. He does. He's doing. He's doing what Lamar did last uh, year, which is awesome. 
But you have to win from the pocket, man. If you can't win from the pocket in this game, you will never win. When you know the, when how the Rams went to the it, Super Bowl. This, this started with me just saying, I hope you're doing well. It started with you saying something <laughs> negative about my, my, my team and the running backs and talking about these quarterbacks, man. I, I, I just Again, I tell you, I just can't pay everybody. That's I'm not paying Zeke Elliott. I'm not paying uh, Zeke Elliott. I'm so not. Which running back are you? You're not going to play Christian McCaffrey after what he's, what he's done? He hadn't played. Neither is Dak, but you said you paid Dak. Yes, because he's a franchise quarterback, and you got to have – if you don't have a franchise we draft, quarterback – You could draft those guys in the fourth round, man. Don't give me that. <laughs> That's where they got him. We could draft those guys in the sixth round. I don't want to hear that. Uh, that anywhere. Go Bruins. Give me, draft me a running back in the first – give me a running back in the first round. I'm going to get him for five years. And then I'll let someone else pay him if he's not special. But if he's a magical player like Alvin Kamara or Christian McCaffrey or Dalvin Cook – I'm going to make those. I see. This is my concern. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I'll see you later, but I I appreciate the conversation. All right. Love you. I thank you, Mojo. All right. That's Maurice Jones. Drew. We go back a long ways back to, I think UCLA. All right, we'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow, right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I didn't I mean, even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. 
Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs, manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today, and good luck. If you like where Mercedes-Benz has been, you're going to like where they're going. With a full range of EVs now available at your local dealer, Mercedes-Benz is turning electric completely on its head. Experience the all-electric EQB, a versatile luxury SUV that can seat as many as seven. The brilliantly advanced and superbly equipped EQE SUV, positively alive with groundbreaking technology. The inspired EQE, the electric sedan, with energizing comfort features that recharge you. The boundlessly capable EQS SUV, a vehicle that takes luxury and innovation to places they've never been before. And of course... The magnificent EQS, the flagship of all EVs, delivering the Mercedes electric experience on a truly epic scale. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at your local dealer or mbusa.com slash EQ. I don't want to appear to be piling on here. Okay, I like Jared Goff. I like him as a person. I like him as a quarterback. I liked him in college at Cal. Eight straight games for Jared Goff, scoring 30 points or less. Uh, But uh, three and three in his last six starts, the Rams averaging just 21 points during that stretch. Jared Goff in wins versus losses this season. In seven wins, 11 touchdowns, four interceptions. In four losses, five touchdowns, six interceptions. A total of nine giveaways in the uh, wins, five total giveaways. That's... The difference between a great quarterback and a good quarterback, being consistent. And Mojo, you know, he's the Rams color analyst, so he's going to stick up for his guy. I got that. But Carson Wentz was playing at an MVP level. He got hurt in the game against the Rams. He was going to be the MVP that season. Has he been anywhere near that? No, he has not. But at least he gave me a higher ceiling. And that's what I'm looking for, all of these quarterbacks. A higher ce- How high can you take that ceiling? And Carson Wentz has gone there, but he may never get there again. So, and I would not pay a running back. Alvin Kamara is not your typical running back. Alvin Kamara is a wide receiver out of the backfield. He's extremely valuable, and I would pay him. Christian McCaffrey gets too many touches, and I worry about that. Just durability. Um You know, he got a ton of touches in college as well. Derrick Henry, you know, he didn't get all of the carries at Alabama. But, you know, he's he's a big guy who's still running hard after you get paid. Running backs get that first contract or the second contract, then they stop running. They don't run as hard. Derrick Henry still runs hard. Uh, Given who he is for that team, I would have paid him because that is your philosophy. That is your offensive attack. But Zeke Elliott, no, I'm not paying him that money. Uh, Monday Night Football, it's going to be fun. We'll see how long Carson Wentz, you know, how uh, short is that uh, 
string attached to him where they pull him over the sidelines and send in Jalen Hurts. I'm guessing Jalen Hurts gets to play a considerable amount here. Throw him in there. Let's see what we got. This day in sports history, Paulie, what do you have? At a couple day in 1971, ABC aired the movie Brian's Song, the movie about Chicago Bears running back Brian Piccolo and his relationship with Gail Sayer. Sorry, I couldn't even read the uh, this day in history without choking up. Uh, this is pretty good. 1993, the NFL awarded the league's 30th franchise to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Your Jaguars. That's it. That's it. Uh, McLevin, final results of the poll question. So I switched it up to Jeff in Detroit's poll. Who needs a second Super Bowl win? Aaron Rodgers, 52%, then Russell Wilson right behind him at 38%. 33 years ago today, Bo Jackson ran through Brian Bosworth. Remember that at the end, in the end zone? Right at the end zone? Uh, it was supposed to be the irresistible force, immovable object. The object moved. Uh, it was downhill for there, uh, from there for uh, Bosworth. Let's go around the room. What we learned on this award-nominated program. Todd, since you're here in the man cave with me. You don't think Ohio State passes the eye test right now to be in the college football playoff? No, they don't. And they're probably, if the game gets canceled uh, this weekend against Michigan State, they're probably not going to be able to play for the Big Ten Championship. Doesn't mean they won't be in the Final Four. McLovin, what did you learn today? Yeah, Ohio State's in trouble. Uh, Seton O'Connor Jr. the third. You were this close uh, about getting through an interview uh, with Maurice Jones-Drew without getting into an <laughs> argument. You were, you were so close. This close. Paulie, what did you learn? Peter King, sleep deprived, prohived, thinks that the Houston Texans is a great job. What we learned brought to you by 1-800-Flowers. Being home for the holidays, taking on a whole new meaning. 1-800-Flowers. Still celebrate the season with Christmas flower arrangements and more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com. You see the radio icon. Enter code Patrick. You are good to go. Good to be back. Thanks for all your input. We'll do it again tomorrow. Seton Paulie, Fritz and McLovin, yours truly. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. 
Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.